This is Chicago's College Tailgate. Tailgate. Shay Norman and Tyler Ackie. Shay and Tyler on ESPN Chicago. Good morning and welcome on in to Chicago's College Tailgate. Tyler Aki and Shay Norling talking all things college football with you. And we've got quite the breakdown today as we've got all things playoff, all things Florida State. A little bit of bowl action as well. We'll dive into all of that and more. We want to thank our friends over at Twin Peaks for bringing you Chicago's College Tailgate every single Saturday throughout the fall. This is the last iteration of this form of Chicago's College Tailgate, we are still going to as well. So this isn't the end of Chicago's College Tailgate, but I guess what? We've got a couple bye weeks coming yeah, up. Yeah, we're up against the end of Chicago's College Tailgate. Get a couple weeks off. We get to celebrate the holidays with our families, take some time to ourselves, not watch the bowl games. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then we'll come back and get you prepped for the college football playoff semifinals, which do not include the Florida State Senate. Yes, so let's start there. No FSU in the playoff. It was the biggest point of contention after the selection show unveiled their four, the final iteration of the four-team playoff. So no Florida State, and they are the first undefeated power conference champion to not be given a chance to compete for a national title over a one-loss team. Not one, but two one-loss teams getting in over FSU, that being Texas and Alabama. And for me, all the conversation has hovered around Florida State and Alabama, right? Bama, FSU, Bama, FSU is all you've heard. But for me, I think that Florida State should have been in over Texas. And that, to me, is where the committee really messed this up. I can't understand how an undefeated team who did the work, they won games, whether it was with Jordan Travis or without Jordan Travis. And you can say it was a snoozer in the ACC championship, but Florida State dominated that snoozer, especially on the defensive side of the ball. And that defense is just as good as any offense that you're going to see in the college football playoff. Might be better. And the argument was made, you know, I heard it on the uh, broadcast. Okay, A, no, I have to start with something. You can't put them in over Texas. Why not? You can put them in over Alabama. Are you saying Alabama and Florida State get in and Texas gets left out? No, no, no. I'm out? saying Texas is in, Bama's out. We would have gone to fists in the studio if you were telling me that Alabama and Florida State were both getting no, in. No, no. That was my primary I, concern. I will say this. I would have less of a problem with Bama being in over Texas than I do with Florida State being left out over Alabama. But <laughs> Florida State didn't play anyone. Like, my whole issue, I think it's wrong to put them, Bama, ahead of them. I don't think it's wrong. I don't know what I feel, man. I don't. I've been, like, whacking my brain about this all week because, on the one hand, you go, this is the four best teams that we've gotten in any playoff ever. Like, this is evenly matched. You've got a a one-and-a-half-point spread in the Rose Bowl, Michigan and Bama. And you've got, I think, a four-point spread in the Sugar Bowl, Texas and Washington. It's never been that close. This is NFL playoff stuff where they're just close games. We have never seen it. So that's the one hand where I go, I get why they did this. And even the Vegas odds makers that are setting this up are going, this is going to be really tightly contested. These teams are basically evenly matched. And I think that if... Florida State had gotten in, and I hate doing this because I think the hypothetical spread argument is the dumbest 
thing you can ever do. I'm with you. But I do think if Florida State gets in over Alabama, they're what, 20-and-a-half-point dogs to Michigan? No. With that offense? I don't they're think Iowa. So. Well, okay, fine. Maybe they're 20-and-a-half, but I think there's a chance they beat Michigan. Are They're better Iowa. They're much better Iowa. And, like, I get the other hand of it being, well, they played all 13 of their games. They scheduled LSU. They scheduled Florida, which they always do, obviously. Mm-hmm. Beat both SEC teams. So you have two Power 5 non-conference games. Both in the SEC, you win them both. You win every game in your conference. Looked sleepy doing it at times. Like, we've talked about the Clemson game. We've talked all year about somebody just do us a favor and knock Florida State out. Here's the problem. Nobody did us the favor. Nobody knocked them mm-hmm. out. They did everything they possibly could do to earn their way into the playoff, and they got told, you're in the ACC. Sorry. Like, I don't even think the Jordan Travis thing plays as much of a factor here as the geography of it. I think if they, if Jordan Travis, everything's the same. Jordan Travis gets hurt. The offense is terrible. The defense steps up, but they play their games in the SEC. They get in. Even if it's Tate Rodemaker or Brock Glenn, like, you would still put them in just because they're in the SEC. But because they're in the ACC, we have to eject them. And I think that part of it sucks. Right. And here's the thing is, I think that the the teams that Florida State beat over the regular season are impress- more impressive than some of these other resumes that are in the playoff. Like, you look through the collection, sure, Maybe not the top two wins are better than Michigan, but the collection of the wins across the season, I would probably take Florida State. I would do it with Texas, too, for sure. And when you're 13-0 and in a power conference, I, I don't really care about hearing about the resume argument. You're 13-0 and in yeah. a power conference. Mm-hmm. And I like, oh, they only played three ranked teams. Okay, Bama played five. Like, nobody's playing some massive amount of ranked teams here. There's only so many that you can. Right. And you had those games on your schedule. You don't control who you play and like or you, when you play them. You played Clemson. You beat them when they weren't a ranked team. But look at it's the same argument people are making with Alabama, right? Like, they're not the team that they were the first four weeks of the season. Well, great guess what? Point. That's Clemson a great point. is not the team that they were the first six weeks of the season, but you still beat them in their house. In fact, you probably beat them at their little turning point of their season great where point. they started to get better and better, and they end the season as a top 25 team. So I look at it and I say, you know what? You can't use that logic both ways. I think this Florida State team beat impressive teams. They beat unimpressive teams all year long. They took care of their business. And in some of those games, they just blew the doors off of teams. Like, I think back to to my game against Florida State, against Syracuse. They crushed us. And it was never in doubt from the second that ball got kicked in the air. And they've done that a couple of times this year. They went out and they beat Duke handily, albeit with a big-time fourth-quarter performance. But they covered a spread. A, a two-touchdown score spread against Duke. So, like, y- you want to the, use the argument of, though, they haven't beaten anyone. They have beaten some teams this year. And I know people like to bring up the Duke. Oh, Duke. Well, it's Duke. Of course, that's not a real ranked game. And you go, dude, they were down at halftime. Like, Florida State needed to come back and win the game. And they didn't just come back and win. They came back and covered a two-touchdown spread. Yeah. 
They won by double digits after trailing in the fourth quarter. So you just go. Duke's head coach is now at Texas A&M. Right. You, you, they're quarterbacks in the transfer portal. You, you just go either you're being honest about what we're seeing or you're not. And it's Florida State went out and did the one thing you can control. They scheduled a preseason top five team at a neutral site to start the year. The balls you have to have as an athletic director to do that that is a move you make when you think you can contend for a national title. When you do that and you win that game, and then you win the next 12, and you win your power conference and you're 13-0, there is nothing more that you can do. The only thing more they could have done was literally lied about Jordan Travis's injury. Like, that's just an act of God. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Things happen. Guys will get hurt. Just happened to be that it was your quarterback. But if they come out and go... You know, surprisingly, uh, we kind of feel like this is week to week. He might be able to play in time for the playoff if we get in. And then you go beat Louisville, and it's in the heads of the committee that, oh, well, he's out right now, but they're telling us he's week to week. Even if he's dead, he could be in a coffin someplace. You're just going, we think he's week to week. He could be back for the playoff. Well, guess what? You're going to play in the playoff. Right. And the thing with the injury component of this, too, Everyone looks at injury or suspension and say, oh, that's part of the committee's calculus. Well, that's part of the committee's calculus to put teams in to the tournament, not take them out of a tournament. And I know that's the clause that everyone has pointed to about how injuries matter when you look at this. But the injuries are supposed to be used as, okay, let's say Jordan Travis got injured in that North Alabama game. or Let's say he got injured and could not play in the ACC championship but Florida State was still 12-0, and then they end up losing to Louisville, but you think Jordan Travis is going to be back. You're supposed to use it to put right. teams in and say, oh, well, they probably would have won that game if they had their quarterback. So you almost kind of wipe it off the slate in some regard. Didn't that sort of happen with TCU, if I'm remembering correctly, when they lost to Kansas State in the conference title game? There was something with Max Duggan where he was, like, banged up. And they lost to Kansas State. And then the committee was going, well, if he hadn't been banged up, maybe they win. TC, it helps TCU get in. I don't know if that's in. what ended up going into the calculus. I don't know if it all, did, but, but I feel like I remember Duggan was banged up in that He was, game. yeah. Remember, he he was like gasping for air but, in, that, in those yes, overtimes, right? That's the situation where that clause typically gets used. Now, if you want to make the argument, well, Jordan Travis, is his injury impacted the field in such a way that it allows Alabama to get in because they're at full health. That's your prerogative. I just think it's BS. And again, I don't have an issue. Like I'm not clutching pearls. I've seen a lot of people. This is a travesty. Mm -hmm. This delegitimizes the sport. And I'm like, you're still going to watch. Not really. (laughs) Everybody's going to watch. We'll get a legitimate national champion because newsflash Florida state. Maybe they go and upset one. They weren't winning two games in this with Brock Glenn. I don't think that this was really ever going to be a Cardell Jones, Ohio State situation. Well, you probably have Tate Rodemaker back. I mean, Rodemaker almost played in the ACC championship. But I also, like, Florida State's offense, it's not like they were some incredibly high-powered unit all season either. I just, even with Jordan Travis, there were questions. And now without Jordan Travis, you go, okay. But it kind of reminded me of what, not the 49ers are this year, because I think we've seen Brock Purdy take a tremendous step, but what the 49ers were last year. And how they had kind of everything at their disposal, but the quarterback was the one that kind of needed to be brought along with Rotomaker in there. Like, that's what that team is to me. 
And Jordan Travis, I mean, I know he's not in New York for the Heisman ceremony, but he's been knocking on the door all season long. Like, it's not like they lost some schmuck at quarterback. That's another one I saw. Like, the argument, too, this is so stupid. It was, uh, you're telling me that Jordan Travis is important enough to keep us out of the playoff, but not important enough to be a Heisman finalist. And I was like, okay, just please, God. Everybody just watch the games. Calm down. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just to me. Is Jordan Travis the best quarterback in college football? No. But is he one of the 10 guys I would probably want on my team? Yeah. yeah maybe. I mean, there's 15? just. 15? You look at any team. Like, if Alabama loses Jalen Milrow and they got to go to, what's the kid, Ty Simpson? Yeah. Or uh, Tyler Buckner, well, the Buckner lacrosse going player. To play lacrosse, yeah. If they got to look at one of those two, Alabama's not getting in. The same thing. Like, Georgia, if Carson Beck had gotten killed in the big in the SEC title game, but they win, and you're looking at Brock Vandergriff, I don't know that, I don't know that, the, well, the committee would have put him in because they would have been the number one team. Yeah. Let's, actually, that's a fun exercise. We should do that on the other side. Okay. Well, well what, what's the exercise? <laughs> I'm going to go through all of the teams that are in the playoff. Mm -hmm. Which ones would get shut out if their quarterback died? All right. We'll do that when we come back here. We'll get that. Also, some news on Marvin Harrison Jr. as well. We've got Justin Pottinger with us today, too. We're gonna, he's got some real bowl games and some fake bowl games. We're going to do that and spin some pick wheels as well. All that coming up next. This is Chicago's College Tailgate on ESPN 1000. Shay and Tyler. Tyler. Chicago's College Tailgate returns in a flash on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's College Tailgate has it all. Now back to the show with Shay and Tyler on ESPN Chicago. Fucking playoff here on ESPN 1000, Chicago's College Tailgates. And Shay, you brought up before the break there. I have an exercise for us. Yeah, I love a good exercise on a I, Saturday morning. I think that we are going to nail down if it is truly a travesty that Florida State was left out. The way I want to do this, mm -hmm. let's start with Michigan. Okay. Michigan's if, in the playoff. Michigan's one seed. 13-0, they're a conference champion. And we're saying, because all of these teams that are in played in their conference championship games. Correct. So we're going to work under the assumption that the quarterback gets hurt and will not be available for the playoff. So in the, They got hurt in the conference championship game, but the result held of the game. Correct. J.J. McCarthy breaks his effing leg in the conference title game. Done for the season. Michigan hangs on with Jack Tuttle or uh, Orgy, mm -hmm. whoever you want to go with. Are they in? Yes. Just because they were two before, and then the natural bump would be up to one. I... I don't think they're one, but they're in still. And do this in a vacuum. Like, obviously, yes. not every quarterback's getting hurt at the same right, time. Right, right, mm -hmm. So Michigan probably stays two, maybe bumps down to three. Yeah. But they're still in. Yes, I think Michigan is still in. Michael Penix dies. Jeez. It, sorry to be morbid in the uh, Pac-12 title game. It's hard to believe that if he did, Washington would have had a prayer to win the game. Mm -hmm. But let's just imagine that happens. Washington hangs on wins. He will not be available for the playoff. Does Washington get in? I think, yes, they still get in. Because, I mean, they have the best – like, I think they're the best – they have the best case to be number one. And, and I think they're catching a break being two instead of one. But they I, don't have to play Bama. 
but I do think that they should be the number one team in the country based off of the resume that they played start to finish. All right, Quinn Ewers. This is a situation this, we saw actually play out in the season where they had, what, four or five weeks without him, and it was all Malik yeah. Murphy. Mm-hmm. Quinn Ewers in the uh, Big 12 title game. I think this is the one. This is the one they get left out. And we're assuming that Florida State is 13-0 and in this scenario, right? Yes. Well, I, everything is as it is with Florida mm-hmm. State. I think that Texas does get left out, or at least gets bumped back. And Bama. Milrow, something comically horrible happens to him, and he's out for the year. Yes, I think so. Do they get left out? I think they would get left out. No Ty Simpson love from the committee. No. Okay. We, saw, we saw that game. If that happens, who gets in? Georgia or Florida State? Georgia think, with a loss in the SEC title, or we've seen them already hammer yeah. Florida, Florida State. Granted, they have Florida State ranked ahead of Georgia right mm-hmm. now. I, I would say Florida State gets it. Well, aren't they co-5? Yeah. I think they are co-5, which is, I Dumb. mean, what the hell are we doing? Dumb. But not oh, that we, it really matters. We but, can't decide who gets ranked ahead. F yeah. off. But, no, I, I do think that – I do think – Florida State would get in over an injured an injured Bama quarterback or an injured Texas quarterback. So here's what we've discovered. If the two 12-1 teams lost their quarterback, they'd be out. If the two 13-0 teams, Michigan and Washington, mm-hmm. lost their quarterback, they'd still be in. Yeah. So explain, do, you agree with my, do you agree with my yeah, I guesses? Uh, I, I wonder. I think I wonder on Bama. Here's the thing, though, and I think this – kind of gets into the whole SEC bias. I think Texas is more likely to get bumped out than Bama would be. I do too. But I wonder if Texas even gets bumped out because at least we've seen there's examples of games that they played with Malik Murphy where they won. Mm. The Kansas State, that was a comeback win, wasn't it? Uh, Or Kansas State almost came back on them. Um, Regardless, I I agree. I wonder a little bit on Washington just because it feels like Penix is so valuable to that team. Michigan, if McCarthy got hurt, I don't, I don't even think, think I would care. adjust the way that I look at the I team. wouldn't change the number. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> the, I, I the don't. Spread is, the spread is staying the same. Oh, guy throws six passes a game. I don't care. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Put Orgy in and have him hand the ball off. We're good. Yeah. Um, if Penix, who throws the ball like 45 times a game and has a gift from God, mm-hmm. got hurt, then, yeah, I'd start to wonder about Washington. But for the most part, I agree. And I think that's why you look at this and go, even – even me sitting here and going, I'm not offended by it. It doesn't hurt me. I don't. I feel bad for Florida State, but as a fan, I'm getting better matchups. I'm good with this. They took the route of money. They have never had integrity, despite what they may tell you. So I don't care. I'm fine with the result. But it does make it kind of clear uh, they set a horrible precedent. And it's a good yeah. thing there aren't any more four-team playoffs because then they'd have to abide by this garbage. And the, the thing that pisses me off, too, is hearing the people who say, oh, this is good for the sport because it's the one day a year that like, college football is everything. Like Monday, college football was everything. Florida State was the talk of every single show. Well, if you're doing this and setting things up in a way so that Stephen A. Smith or Skip Bayless can parachute in on college football for one day out of 365, then you're doing it wrong. Agree. Like, if you're doing it so the talking heads get their moment in the sun to talk about a sport they have not watched all season long, it's a joke. And by the way, you will still get that opportunity 
because if Florida State goes to the Rose Bowl and Michigan clowns them like 45-0 or the way they did Iowa, then we can still have the conversation, should should Bama have been put in ahead of them? You can still get the outrage day from the parachute talking heads. We're all good. But at least you don't set this horrific precedent. And by the way, I do think if there were more four-team playoffs in the future, Florida State would have gotten in. They didn't want to do this. They just knew with it being the last one, they can really make it clear we aren't integri- We don't have integrity, mm-hmm. none. Yeah. We'll throw that out the window, and we'll just set this up for the money because it's never going to happen again. Yeah, that's fair. And the way that I do think people will with the – with the buy next year, the buys that are coming to the top four teams for the playoff, I do think there still will be a lot of discussion around who gets buys and who does not. I think that is more important than people. Yeah, think. but it's just less weighty. Sure, it's a little less weighty, but I, I still think that is important. And it's maybe something that we don't discuss as much in the first year. But I think in the years after that, some of these teams, will, some of these coaches are going to start to bang the table for their teams getting a buy. I got to be honest, I don't know if I'm going to care. I will. About who gets a buy. Like, if if God willing, Michigan State's in a position to get a buy, then I'll be like, oh, I want the buy. But if it's not a team, then I don't I don't really care. I don't care if you get, oh, I'm going to get uh, outraged because Texas didn't get a buy. Like, I don't care. I don't think you'll get the same level of outrage, but I do think it's important. I'm not saying it's not important. I guess my point is just the way I look at the top 12 right now, like, What's the way that they're setting it up? It's the conference champions and then the highest ranked well, group of five and then whatever they want to do? Yeah. I wonder how it's getting changed, though, because all of this was done under the assumption that the Pac-12 was a part of it. Because it was what the they were debating the five and seven model or the six and six model. And that's that's based on like the, the first number is your conference champions. And then it's like group of five champion. If they get like the best group of five, if they get in. Um, that's probably going to be one of the other bigger debate points too, is like, who is the quote unquote group of five champion? Because there's no great way year to year to determine who that is. That is kind of your new playoff. And now you're talking about the little guy getting screwed and the conferences are going to be pissed off because now they're losing part of the playoff shares and all of that. So there is going to still be little debates here and there next year. Based on the NCAA website, it is the six and six model. Okay. Six highest ranked conference champions, automatic bids, and then six. But is the that next s- six highest? Is ranked that programs. still a thing because the Pac twelve's out? Yeah. So it would be just and the six highest ranked conference champions. Okay. The, the whole idea of like power five versus group of five no longer exists. If you're a conference champion, it goes by your ranking. Okay. So SMU and Liberty get spots. Get spots. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm missing a conference champion, I think. Because Michigan, Washington, Texas, Alabama. Who well, else won a conference? Well, no, because you can't do it under this model because the Pac-12 doesn't exist next year. <laughs> Bye-bye. All makes me wa- it makes me want to throw up. Why are we doing this? I can't even look at this and go, this is what the playoff would look like so I can tell you how bad it's going to be. Because the sport is so dumb. It's changing on it's changing. It's flipping on its side. The uh, six. So what? We're gonna get the Big Ten champion. We're gonna get the SEC champion. 
We're going to get the ACC champion, which could be Stanford. It won't be, but you get my point. Cal. SMU. Woo. We're going to get the uh, Big 12 champion. Mm-hmm. And then you have two more conferences. So we're going to get four schools that are actually good. And then we're going to get, like, this year it would be SMU and Liberty. I, why are they in a playoff? Liberty? Did you watch Liberty? No, I did not. They're a triple option team. SMU is fun, though. SMU, they score a lot. Triple option teams don't need to be in the playoff. What are we going to do, put Air Force in? Army? They deserve it, yeah. Oh, my God. It's just, yeah, let's let's watch Army go up against Georgia. I saw they scheduled LSU. What, what was the final score there? 62 zip? Mm-hmm. That's going to, I'm just, <laughs> Liberty, get the F out of here. If I got to see a team like Liberty in a 12-teamer next year, I'm going to scream at the top of my lungs. That's a garbage system. You know what you do? This is what you do. 1 through 12. Rank them. Sorry if you play in, what, the American? Mm-hmm. You're not welcome. I think some of those teams will get in, though. Like, we'll see them get in as, they'll like, but like they'll, the 12. they'll be 12. They'll be 11. Like, I just I don't get what the point of the, this all is. They're clearly doing the realignment in the 12 team as an effort to get two mega conferences and have the NFL on Saturdays, right? It's all clearly going in the direction of the SEC and the Big Ten, the two biggest revenue generators, eating up all of the teams, owning all of the TV deals, and those two pro, uh, conferences just basically going – AFC, NFC, and let's rock and roll. So why are you still offering a hand to the American and the fun belt like Appalachian State's got any effing prayer? What are we doing? Just admit that you're being greedy and gross and go all in on NFL. That's what you want it to be. Listen, I have I don't love the the format, the six and six is what they're doing. I, I would prefer to see something more along the lines of what you're presenting here, the twelve. One through twelve, rank them. I'm cool with that. I don't need to see because if you are an undefeated in the AAC, you're going to be in the top twelve. Correct. If you're a power conference, even if wh- you're not a power conference, if you're, you're probably going to find yourself in the top twelve. Sure. And if you're one, of if the- you schedule anyone worth their salt, like if you're skating by because you're you're scheduling the lowest rung of the MAC in your non-con then there's probably a case that you shouldn't be, and I'm fine with that. Right, like Western Michigan when they went undefeated in the MAC and won the conference. They would now get into the playoff, and maybe that would be interesting. I think they beat Wisconsin in the Cotton Bowl, so that might have been fascinating, the P.J. Fleck year. But I think like there's no worry in just going 1 through 12 because if we're honest about it, if you win one of the Power 4 conferences, you're going to be in the top four. Yeah. Like, I got news for you. If you win one of them. maybe not. No, because there will only be four now. We won't have the problem with the Pac-12 yeah. presented us this year. So, I like, if you win the Big Ten, you win, uh, unless you're, like, it's a horrible year and it's a four-loss Big Ten team winning, but even then, they're going to play such difficult schedules now that you might still get in. Yeah. Like, they have to start approaching this like the NFL. Now that you've made it this beast, I don't think one loss can be the determining factor on your season anymore. Especially if they come in the conference championships, because now you're right. going to see all of these teams that play, and you're probably going to have to expand your conference schedules, which I think has been long overdue, especially in the SEC. I think those should be 10-game slates. I know a lot of coaches may disagree, but let's just put out the best product now at this point. I don't care about seeing the little – you can get your one or two tune-up games that you treat as 
preseason games. But then, all right, let's strap it up. Let's get in the conference. Like, think about Michigan's schedule next year. You're it's insane. Pl- they won't be in the playoff next year, Harbaugh or not. You're going to play Texas, USC, Washington, Michigan State, Oregon, Ohio State, and then maybe Ohio State, Washington, Oregon, or USC again in a conference title game if you get there. And you just go, okay, if they win that with two or three losses, they might be a playoff team because of the strength of teams that they played against. Mm -hmm. That's what you've created. So I just think we have to change the way we approach this. And they might might have to go back to the drawing board and slightly tweak it now that the Pac-12 is out, but... I just the six highest ranked conference champions doesn't make sense because we can pretend and make people feel good because UCF put the banner up in their stadium. But UCF and a 12 team would have gotten in. Agree. But I'm just Mm -hmm. saying, like, there will be circumstances where that team is ranked in the top 12. But in a year like this, the two highest ranked non-Power 5 conference champions, from what I can tell just looking at it and by my memory, are Liberty and SMU. Neither of them should sniff a spot in a playoff. Sorry, I like SMU. They are fun. Yeah, but they've they also don't need lost, to be in the what, three games this right. year? So. All right, when we come back, speaking of bowl games, let's get into real bowl, fake bowl. Justin Pottinger has cooked us up a bunch of different bowl games, and we're going to have to go through. Are they real? Are they fake? There's a thousand different bowl games out there, but which ones are the real ones? We'll do that with Potsy coming up next. Chicago's College Tailgate returns in a flash on ESPN Chicago. Now back to the show. Chicago's College Tailgate has it all with Shay and Tyler on ESPN Chicago. Shay, do you know how many bowls there are? 41. I think. Thank you. Because I, I don't know. I was I was genuinely asking you. I think the number is 41. There are so many bowls these days. And it's tough to keep track of. And they change year to year, too. And then some years there's more bowls. Some years there's less bowls. Like, it, it's always changing. Our standards for what it takes to get a bowl game have drastically shifted. Yeah, it's garbage. They, the bowl games have just become such a mockery. If you are 5-7 and seven and have a few brainiacs on your team, you're going to get in because of academic progress rate. So, hey, but at least James Madison got in. <laughs> yes, without their coach. Um, let's get into this now. Justin Pottinger, our great producer, has a list of bowl games. They're real, fake, or defunct. Is that the three categories we're working with here? Those are the three categories we're working with, John. Oh, boy. All, All right. right. Cue us up and let's roll. All right. So guys. we have to guess real, fake, or defunct. I feel like having three options here is what makes it tough. Three oh, here we go. Here. Some music. We got some music going on. Oh, producer Potts. Guys, let's have some fun here, all right? Let's start with the first bowl. Direct TV Holiday Bowl, all right? This is playing in San Diego, California. You want me to go answer. first? I have my, I know it. I do too. Yeah, defunct. No, that is a real bowl. There's no way Direct TV is still sponsoring it, a bowl. It used, to, I believe, it used to. Now, this is where I'm getting screwed up. Because once upon a time, it was the San Diego County Credit Union yes, Holiday Bowl. Be. I believe the sponsorship sponsorship changed, and I believe it's the DirecTV Holiday Bowl now. And it is for sure in San Diego. I'm going to say real. What I'm, you- gonna, I'm saying defunct. Congrats, Shay. You get Let's the first one right. Guys, that's going to be Louisville versus USC this year. Woo! That's going to be a good one. Hot All right. Start. Moving on to number two. King's Hawaiian Roll Bowl, 
Honolulu, Hawaii. That can't possibly be the sponsor. Kings Hawaii. No. You know what's bowl? funny? The Hawaii Bowl holds like a like tugs at my heartstrings because every single Christmas Eve, little me, I had my little bedside radio, like clock radio, and I would always listen to ESPN One Thousand, and it always had the the Hawaii Bowl. Oh, game. a little nostalgia. Yeah, this is a very nostalgic bowl game for me. Um, I, I'm saying fake because I just don't buy that it's yeah, the I Kings Hawaiian. Yeah, I think this is fake too. Congrats, guys. You both are yeah. right here. Yes, this is a fake bowl. This ain't happening. Hawaiian rolls are so good, though. All right. <laughs> Hulu Live <laughs> Damn Sports. Straight. This is number three. Hulu Live Sports Texas Bowl in Fort, Roar- Fort Worth, Texas. I think the Texas Bowl is in Fort There's a stadium in Fort Worth. Do they play at TCU Stadium? I No, they would probably play at Jerry World. In Fort Worth? That, that's Arlington. Isn't that all like kind of the same thing? Fort I Worth, don't Arlington. Know. What do I look like? <laughs> well, map, you're the one. You're, you're the one being Mr. Th- Map Quest I right think now. Jerry <laughs> World is in. Ar- no, I think Jerry World's in Arlington and Fort. But Worth is it kind of like how like Lincoln place. Park is in Chicago? What did you? The Hulu has live sports bowl. I think this Hulu is fake. Live sports. I, I think bowl. this is fake. It's ludicrous enough. I think it's real. This is fake. Yeah. Oh, Damn points. Aki, good job. Breaking there. things in the studio. <laughs> good now. job there. All right, number four, Cricket Celebration Bowl in Atlanta, Georgia. Like Cricket Wireless? Yeah, I think. Cricket Celebration. I think Bowl this is real. I'm going in real Atlanta, on this Georgia. One. In hold this, on, go through the whole thing again. Cricket Celebration Bowl. It's taking place in Atlanta, Georgia. Wait, so are you trying to throw us off with like? Is the Cricket Celebration Bowl happening, but it's not in I Atlanta? That's not part of the game here. I, right? I can't remember where the Celebration Bowl is, but I don't think it's Atlanta. I'm going to say fake. I think it's real. This is a real bowl, guys. Damn it. Howard versus Florida a and I'm not good at this. I started off hot, and I'm falling apart. You started off hot. Hey, we got a lot of ground to make up. General Motors Auto Bowl in Detroit, Michigan. On, this is fake. General Get Motors out. Auto Bowl. Fake. It's the it's the Motor City Bowl, right? Yeah, I'll go. No, I'm gonna go defunct here. I'm gonna go defunct. Yeah, you know what? That might be a good call. I'm gonna join you on <laughs> the defunct. Tailing? All right, all right. So it's in between. It's defunct, but it's not. It's not like it was never in Detroit, Michigan. But I, it was a bowl back in the day. So I'm giving the point to. I guess Aki here, right? Well, I said well, defunct said, too. He said defunct okay, also. there you go. So you both get a point. All right. Moving Wait, so on. did you just break your own rules? No, because it's going with more not a bull than a bull. So, all right. What we, are we doing here? We got we, we to move on. That's what all we right. got I do. don't know what's going right. What kind of game did you write here? Mr. Potato Head Bull going in Boise, oh. Idaho. It can't possibly be sponsored by no, Mr. There, there was a Mr. There was a Mr. Potato Head Bull. I'm almost positive there was a Mr. Potato Wait, Head Bowl. What did you say? In Idaho? I don't think it's yes. in Idaho. I don't the, think it's I, a, the potato bowl. Yeah, the, the I or the fi, Idaho famous potatoes potato bowl. Yes, was in Idaho, but I don't think the Mr. Potato Head. I do think Mr. Potato Head is a bowl game, though. I'm saying fake. This is a fake bowl, guys. This is not I a never real guessed, bowl. But uh, no point for no Aki. Point for me, Thanks you for, quick triggered, and he gets no point. We're tied. I thought she, I, I thought Aki was going towards that. Is uh, what were you gonna go with? I was still debunked, thinking. Right, you were probably gonna do. Whatever, I'll I'll take the L. Where you right. go, Patsy? Come on. All right, how about this Figure one? It out. Stop being premature. 
Draft Kings Atlantic City Bowl in Atlantic City, New Jersey. There's, there's absolutely no, there's no stadium no, in Atlantic City. No chance they play I, yeah, a bowl in is, Atlantic this City. This is a fake, fake bowl. And I don't, One million. I, and I don't fake. think I don't think Draft Kings sponsors a bowl. This is a fake bowl. Yeah, of yeah. Congrats, it is. boys. Congrats. congrats. Atlantic City. Are you? What are they going to play on the pier? Are you nuts? <laughs> All right, how about this one? Avocados from Mexico Cure Bowl in Orlando, Florida. That's real. That's real. Avocados from Mexico. I feel like he... (laughs) You're the greatest. You're the greatest part of this show. I'm going real. This is a real bowl. Yeah, this is going to be Jacksonville State versus Louisiana. Oh, good. That that is a real bowl. All right, Scooters Coffee Frisco Bowl in Frisco, Texas. Okay, this is an I issue. Don't, I've never heard of Scooters Coffee before. The Frisco Bowl in Frisco, Texas is real, mm-hmm. and it is happening this year. I don't know what Scooters Coffee is, but I know those two things are real. I'm going to say real. I'm going to also say real here because I don't think Pottinger would make up Scooters Coffee. <laughs> right, that's I'm like, if Frisco Bowl, he's not pulling this one out of his ass. Yeah, no, you guys are right. I, I couldn't make this one up. We're doing yeah. really this well. Is, this is a real bowl this. here. It's going to be UTSA versus Marshall in this bowl. All right, moving on. How many do you have? I, I have so many, guys. So just, just <laughs> well, let me know when what, to stop. What do, we got, <laughs> what do we got? About three minutes? I think we can fly through some. All right. Taylor Swift presents the Shake It Off Bowl. F off, in right. No, Tennessee. you don't even you're need a, to get through you're it. You're a douche. Nashville, you're a douche for that Nashville, one. Nashville, Tennessee is the Music City Bowl. I thought you were going to at least try to make these difficult. Yeah. The Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift presents. Shake It Off Bowl. Get out of here. What is wrong with you? She could sponsor a bowl game. Like, she's got the capital to do that. She just wouldn't. I am with you. I'm going fake. I already, I already marked our points. Yeah, th- this one. is the fake one. You got the points going, Aki. I've been trying to. Keep what a track. ridiculous bowl name! <laughs> the Taylor Swift <laughs> presents <laughs> "Shake It Off Bowl." She's she loves football now. She didn't know right, she'd miss right, her all Moving life. on, moving on. The Wasabi Fenway Bowl in Boston, Massachusetts. That's real. That's I know. There's a Fenway Bowl. Is Wasabi Aki going out on a limb? Is Wasabi just a generic term though? I'm gonna say. I feel like I'm gonna real. It might be like Kleenex. Like it's actually a brand name, a but brand you don't name. know it. I don't know. If, is there a Fenway? Bowl? Yeah, there is. It's new. It's new-ish. It's like within the last five years. I didn't even know there was a Fenway Bowl. All right, Aki's talked me into it. I'm going real. This is a real bowl game this year. It's SMU versus Boston College. Oh, BC. Yeah, there you go. There you go. All right, moving on. Pop Tarts Bowl. Yes, Orlando, real. Real. That's real. real. I, I know that, I one's that, real. One, that one's going to be they're, too easy. They're, they're going to eat, eat the, the mascot. mascot. Yeah. yeah, there you go. North Carolina State versus Kansas State in that one. All right, the men's warehouse, two for one, two for one bowl, Charlotte, North Carolina. That's the fake. Men's, wear, men's warehouse can't sponsor a bowl. No chance. The Belk Bowl's in Charlotte. What, I know me, that. What was the name of the bowl? The name of the bowl, men's warehouse, two for one bowl in Charlotte, <laughs> North Carolina. Two for one bowl. <laughs> The men's house, the men's warehouse. Uh, what's the slogan? You're gonna w- like yeah. the way you look. The, uh, guarantee. The it. men's warehouse guarantee bowl. That's fake. This is a fake one, gentlemen. Congratulations. All right. How about the Taco Bell Bowl in Phoenix, Arizona? I'm gonna just go out on a limb and say, I think that in, might be defunct in Phoenix. That's the Fiesta Bowl. I mean, there's multiple bowls in cities. Yeah, there like, are. Orlando's bowls got like 30 bowls. Well, yeah, yeah but 
Shay's trying to read me through the glass right I'm going to say fake. Uh, I'm going to go defunct. Uh, there definitely was a Taco Bell bowl. There this is a fake bowl. Fake bowl here. Point for Shay. All right. How about the quick lane bowl in Detroit, Michigan? That's real. Real. This is a real bowl. Congrats, guys. Bowling Green versus Minnesota. All right. How about the Ego Waffles Bowl in Charleston, South Carolina? The Ego Waffles Bowl? I there are Eggos. too many bowl games. Ego Waffles Bowl when in this, South Carolina. I'm saying fake. When this comes up, and I have to think for a moment if this is real or fake, there are too many bowl games. I'm going to say real. I'm going fake. It's a fake bowl, boys. All right. I think there you go, Aki. Patsy, I think we're tied up. Give us one more. We'll try to settle the score. All Give right. us the most difficult one you got left. Okay, how about this one? Popeye's Biscuit Bahamas Bowl in the Bahamas. You want to start it off? You know the answer. I do. I think that's real. Yeah, I'm going real. It is somewhere between defunct and fake. The Bahamas Bowl is not currently happening in the Bahamas because the stadium is under construction. It's moved, I believe, to Charlotte. It's happening someplace else. It is not happening in the Bahamas. I'm. It's either fake or defunct. I don't know how you qualified it, but it is certainly not real. We need an answer between the two because Aki said it was fake, right? I said it was real. You said it was real. So pick one. Fake. It's fake. Guys, it used to be a bowl, but it is not a bowl this year. So I got it. Come on. That's, that's, I think that's said it's Shay. either fake or I'll, defunct. I'll give Shay the point. There, there. we go. All right. You win there you 14 go, to 13. Congratulations. This guy cooked up like 30, 20 bowls. I, know. I thought that was going to go forever. I got 10 more in the chamber. Oh, my God. Look well, at this. we'll talk most, to you again for the picks. Yeah. Most work you've done all year, Pop. That was beautiful. Well, well done. done. All right. When we come back, Marvin Harrison Jr. with some curious comments about his future. We'll discuss that when we come back. Tyler Rocky, Shane Norling, this is Chicago's College Tailgate. Chicago's College Tailgate returns in a flash on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's football game day starts with Chicago's College Tailgate. From red shirts to mascots to your school's alma mater, Chicago's College Tailgate has it all. Now back to the show with Shay and Tyler on ESPN Chicago. The Heisman ceremony taking place a little bit later tonight. Don't remind me. I'm sorry. This is a sore subject for you. But one of the men in attendance won't win but had a fantastic season. That is Marvin Harrison Jr. And now there is news coming out of the Heisman ceremonies that Marvin Harrison Jr. is not set to commit to enlisting into the NFL draft. He is he's still waiting and he's holding out a little bit. He's not quite sure. I'm going to say right now that there are a lot of people that are just going, this is a non-story. Marvin Harrison, he's going to go into the draft. I think he's going to play at Ohio State next year. Whoa. Travion Henderson. Whoa. Travion Henderson was a potential first-round pick, projected to be one of the top running backs among the rookies in next year's class. He's going back. Marvin Harrison looks at this. I just think Ohio State is at a point where losing to Michigan three straight times as a university. You could tell it hurt Marvin Harrison. Yeah. As well. He's sitting on the sideline. He's in pain. Like, 
I think the university and the power brokers there are broken. They have to figure out how to do this. And if that means you're going to have to figure out a way to collect $20 million and throw it at Marvin Harrison to say, hey, you want one more shot at a Big Ten title and that team up north, here's here's 20 mil. Here's your signing bonus if you go in the first round of the NFL draft. Stick around. And then next year, you'll still go in the first round of the NFL draft. I, Dude, I think he's going to go back. I don't think – like this is kind of the Wild West that college football has become because previously it's like, well, I get the guarantee on the money and it's four years of security, but it's not like a ton less risk. And it really amounts to $26 million more dollars. I'm not saying that's not a lot more money, but a lot of guys go in as, as rookies in the NFL and never see a second contract. Like that first four years in the NFL, you're still playing for the opportunity to get an extension mm-hmm. and then really make money. So the idea that Ohio State could throw his first year salary plus at him and go just stay one more year, You'll enter the NFL at 22 instead of 21. You're still going to be a first-round pick. You still might be in the top five of the draft. I think he's going back. Here's the the thing with Marvin Harrison Jr. That is this is the way. Like he's not hurting for money. His family's not hurting for Correct. money. His father is obviously an NFL Hall of Famer, and. This is a guy who may want to just start writing his own legacy as well. So, but isn't a part of that legacy saying, what you do in college? I went back, I beat Michigan, I went to the Big Ten. And that's like, fair. It feels like that's a part of what he deems his legacy to be. And that's fair. I think that he'll be taken care of no matter what the rest of his life. He's He's got, whether he goes out, blows his knee out back at college, and he'll never play again. I mean, I think Ohio State would take care of him down the road, put him on yeah. the coaching staff, whatever. I think he's got he's got a great head on his shoulders, everything about him. He's been around football his entire life. I do think he still goes pro, but remember that like one of the conversations earlier in the year was, will Caleb Williams go back to school? I think this is a more genuine threat than Caleb Williams ever was. Well, and I just think it is too because like I, I still mentioned- think he's going to the draft, but I I do think that we are this is a little bit more of a genuine threat than what Caleb Williams was. And like I'm Travion Henderson going back was the thing that made me realize, oh, this could really happen. But he's like, also a running back. Correct. And that you don't have the top five slotting that Marvin Harrison mm-hmm. Jr. has. But I still like you bring up a great point. His family can take care of him. Ohio State, that type of family. I mean, he's can take beloved care of there. him. If anything happens, there's been a lot of polarizing Ohio State players over the years. He is not one of them. I think you just look at where college football is and the Wild West that it's become with the NIL. And if you're a guy like Marvin Harrison that's graduating or leaving to go to the NFL and you're going, I left boxes unchecked. In the past, going back to check those boxes meant getting no money, Mm -hmm. sacrificing all of your future earnings potential, potentially. Like if you go back and get hurt, it, it was a huge risk. It's much less of a risk now if somebody's going to be willing to throw you $20 million. So I just, I look, I get why people would view it as a non-story and a total impossibility. I don't, I, I really think this is something he's going to consider. And honestly, I think he goes back.
I think there's consideration, but I do think ultimately he does go to the NFL draft, which after last night for the Chicago Bears or the other night for the Chicago Bears, like that's it, a pretty good thing if he goes in this year's draft. You want him in this year's draft. You'll have a chance to pick him. Yeah, so, number one overall. Yeah. Basically sealed. Pretty yeah. nice. Yeah. All right, when we come back, we will dive into the playoff matchups. Bama and and uh, Michigan and also Texas and Washington will get into all those matchups when we return. This is Chicago's College Tailgate back in two minutes. Chicago's College Tailgate returns in a flash on ESPN Chicago.